welcome to the Intentional Mind Podcast. I'm your host, Ange Barnard, and today I have a bonus mini episode for you about something that was on my heart. And this thing is about us getting hurt in our lives, you know, experiencing that kind of pain or disappointment around what someone did or said to us. Or maybe sometimes it displays as anger. You know, we're just so upset that someone would treat us this way. So hurt, anger, being upset, all of that stuff I want to talk about. I want to talk about what you do with that energy, like after you experience it. Because when you experience it, you can stay into that low place. You can keep holding on to bitterness towards someone. Um, You can keep holding on to the pain, right? Or, and you can keep choosing to suffer, or you can choose to move on from that. And I think so often in our lives, we experience this where someone says something to us and it either makes us mad or it really hurts us, like in everyday interactions. I'm not just talking about like deep family wounds over here. I'm talking about like every day, you know, like I'm thinking of an interaction my husband and I had with someone yesterday that just really upset us. We were like, this is how you treat customers. And we found ourselves continuing to talk about it. And what happens when we do that? We found ourselves getting even more mad and more frustrated. And that that energy started building up, right? And it was stealing our joy from the day that we were trying to have, you know, like the good day that we were trying to have, because we kept focusing on that and generating energy around that. And I know if you are a human on earth, you have been hurt by someone too. You know, and a lot of us have our family stuff, deep wounds from things that our family has done or, you know, from a previous relationship or current relationship, right? And the thing is, as a career coach, right, I've been helping people do the transition into work that they really love or start that business, right? for almost 10 years now. And I can tell you this stuff matters. The way that you, the things that you do with that kind of energy, it matters because it, it, it affects your career. It affects your whole life. Because if you're holding on to that kind of energy, you're going to bring that with you wherever you are. And I promise you, it's going to affect your work It's going to affect your other relationships. It's going to affect how other people perceive you, right? Even if something happened to you and it wasn't your fault, but you're still holding on to it, you know? And you all know that I always talk about things that I need to hear as well, okay? So that needs to be said. I need this message as well. And uh, the reason why in my work as a career coach and a communications consultant I'm always talking about energy because it matters so much. And I think that that can, if you don't know how to manage our energy, like when we get to those lower place or things upset us, we don't know how to shift ourselves up to a higher state. I feel like that, that really harms our success when we're like a victim of what has happened to us, you know? Okay, so I have multiple stories I want to share with you. I want to talk about an everyday situation. I, want, I do want to go into some childhood stuff. And yeah, we're just going to get right to it. So first off, another reason why I wanted to share this with you is because I got a new planner. You know, I love planners, but I got this new one. It's called Project U. 
And the reason I got it is because Jen Keller, who designed this book, this planner, spoke at my friend Jenna's event, Next Level You Live, the conference I was at. And it really just, she just really spoke to my heart. And her book is just, and planners just designed so well. And it has areas where you can fill out your gratitude, you can do your I am statements, you can do, um, you know, plan out your week. It has a section for scripture. Like if you want to write in a scripture and a verse and then reflect on it, you can. And then she kind of alternates. Sometimes she gives you a scripture and sometimes you find your own scripture. So anyways, I've been working in this book. I love it. Um, You'll be able to hear from Jen soon because I want to bring her on the show so you guys can hear her heart. And the way she spoke, it just, I just cried. It just, she just really opened me up and really got me thinking about my life. So I want to bring her on the show so you guys can hear her story and all that stuff, but that'll be later. Okay. So I was doing my planning and one of the scriptures um, is from James 3.10 that was written in the book. And it says this, from the same mouth come blessing and cursing. My brothers and sisters, these things ought not to be so. So pretty much what is said here is you shouldn't be blessing people and cursing people from the same mouth. So I think about it as like, I want my words to be words of blessing towards other people, right? I don't want to be cursing anyone else, even if they did crappy things to me. I don't want to be the person that's generating more of that kind of energy and talking bad about those people or wishing bad upon them, curses upon them. I don't want that. And I know all of us, I really believe, don't want that. Like if we were aware, we don't want to walk around feeling like crap because it never feels good to be thinking bad about someone or cursing them. That doesn't make us feel good. I really don't believe that. But I think a lot of us don't have that awareness where we can shift ourselves out of those states because you are, as a human being, going to get hurt in this world. You are going to get upset. But what you do with that energy is everything. It matters so much. Okay? So I'm going to start off by telling you one story, and then I got two more for you. So the first story, I woke up this morning. I get a text message from someone who I actually really adore. And he sent me this text message um, and to give me, it was a news article and it was about the fact that um, someone I knew from when I got my dive training. So I got to back up the story a little bit. When I went and got trained for, to be a scuba diver and Patty certified, I was terrified, y'all. Like, so I go to the dive shop and I'm like, you can tell I'm terrified. You can feel my energy. I'm nervous. And I, have, I had this fear about some water stuff and this was just triggering a lot of that for me. So, and I was by myself, so I walk in, and the guy who owned the shop said some things to me that were very condescending, and he basically said that um, I had to want this for myself, or I wasn't going to be successful in it, or I forget what he said, but it really bothered me, because I shared with him, I was like, yeah, I'm here to get trained, because my husband really wants me to learn this, he thinks it would make me, it's so I'm more comfortable in the water if I know this diving stuff, and I shared the story with him, and he was like, well, you need to want it. And if you don't want it, you're not going to do it. And I get that. Like, I understand what he meant by that, but it was very condescending the way he said it. And he added some more words in there. And I remember how I felt. It goes back to like that Maya Angelou quote, right? You know, how people will 
won't remember what you said or did, but they'll remember how you made them feel. And I'm totally paraphrasing there. Right. But that was so powerful to me because I was like, oh, like I felt I felt even worse. Right. It was like he brought me down even more with what he said. His words felt more cursing towards me, not blessing and uplifting me. Thankfully, this other dude was there and he um, was like, it's okay. He was like a former teacher and he had that kind of higher energy with that was loving. And he was like, you can do this. You know, this will make you more comfortable. You totally got this. It's very encouraging. So thank God, because who else was there was my other dive instructor that just so happened to be like volunteering that day. And that changed everything for me, the way he showed up towards me and how he loved on me when I was afraid and how he helped me. He ended up then doing some trips with my family and training my family to all be divers or patty divers. And that was really cool based on, you know, it's like those divine things. Like God sent the person that I needed to like love on me in that moment. Well, anyways, I get an article about how the shop owner was going to go to prison. The one that was mean, that was condescending. He was going to go to prison for 54 months because of all this fraud activity that he did. And, and supposedly like the rest of, um, his staff members, some of them were also going to be going to prison because they were involved in this fraud activity that was happening where they were taking, stealing money from the VA. And um, anyways, he's like, I thought you'd be happy to hear this because remember, I didn't really care for that guy, the one that owned the shop. So he's like, this person who sent me the text was like, I thought you'd be happy to see this. And I can tell you, I wasn't happy to see that. It actually made me sad. I was like, gosh, that sucks. You know, you're going to be going to prison for 54 months. And all these other people that just so happen to be involved, they're going to prison too. All the shame that y'all must feel, how this affects your family. Like that doesn't make me happy, even though I didn't like the dude initially. Like I had a negative interaction with him. But it doesn't benefit me to want bad for someone else just because they did something that was mean to me. You know, I don't, I'm not, I don't show up in the world like that, but some people do. And if we're being real with ourselves, sometimes we do show up that way, right? Where someone is awful to us and we're like, you don't wish, it's hard. Like it can be so hard, y'all, to pray for people that you don't like, that have hurt you. Like when I hear that sometimes, it's like, pray for them. I'm like, I don't want to be praying for them. You know, like, let's be real. But like, I ask God to do the work on my heart because I want to show up from a place of forgiveness, from kindness and grace, no matter what. Not, I want to be clear, not because of who they are, but because of who I am, because of who I am. I want you to think about that. When someone treats you like crap or hurts you, showing up with kindness and grace, you do it not because they deserve it, but because of who you are, right? So really think about that. When someone does wrong me, I got to remind myself, I'm like, this is who I am. Like, I am a person that shows up with kindness and grace no matter what, you know? So it can be in our everyday interactions. Like you might have a server that is just nasty. We had one the other day that that was very rude. And it was just like, what are you even doing here? Like, but who knows what was going on her on her day? But I have no idea, like... I, Yeah, I don't have any idea of what's happening in her day and what's been going on. What I do know is that still doesn't give you an excuse to treat people like crap. Still is not an excuse for that. But the thing is, is I'm not going to treat you like crap because you're treating me like crap. That's that's something I know for sure. And we really got to think about that. So, okay. So I have one more other story. No, I I have some more stories. I said I had at least two more. Okay, the other story. 
and then I'll go into some deeper child stuff. So the other story is about Love is Blind. (laughs) Are you familiar with the show Love is Blind? Okay, it's on Netflix. I'm going to summarize it for those that are not familiar. So on Love is Blind, they have these people who want to get married. So men and women come on the show. They want to get married and um, they will basically date people from these pods is what they're called. Well, basically there's two rooms and then there's a wall in between. So they get to talk to the person, really connect with them on an emotional level, but they don't see them. They don't see them. So they're like basically falling in love in between these walls, right? And then they get to decide if they're going to marry this person. So the guy will propose and then um, they'll see him for the first time. And then they'll go on like this little vacation or whatever together and get to know each other a little bit more. And then pretty much they have a wedding day coming up. And then they, again, have to decide if they're going to say yes or no again. Um, And it's like finalized then, right? So it's about a month in this whole process. So I did, I thought it was, I thought this was going to be so stupid, but like the one that I watched, the group of people that I followed, Ian and I were like, wow, like the psychology behind it, I thought was really interesting because I'm a nerd like that about the psychology stuff. So, um, and it was so interesting to see how everybody has their stuff. Everyone has their like childhood wounds or like past relationship hurts and pains, like everyone. So anyways, it, this couple And y'all, if you watch the show, then you probably know what I'm talking about. But there was a couple and basically the girl didn't want to be with the guy anymore. And even though he was so sweet, I thought, but she didn't want to be with him anymore. And she um, was still thinking about like the last guy that in the pod that she didn't see, but also had a connection with. And she basically, yes, calls it off. And um, then the guy asks her for his ring back. And she says, no, she's not going to give it back. And I was like, what? Like, just give him the ring back. But she didn't want to give it back. She's like, no, you gave it to me. It's fine. I'm keeping it. So after they meet again, well, it's a full, they do a reunion a year later after all this stuff happens and they bring everybody back. And they asked her, why didn't you give this ring back to him? You know, after you decided to cut it off and then you went to go and now you're happily in a relationship with the, the other dude that you were thinking about that you met also in the pods right you're happy now why didn't you give him his ring back and she's like because it was mine like he gave it to me right and then they went dived into like why did he even want it back and he was like because it was a symbol of my love right and you don't want to be with me so give it back to me and she was like well I also think And no, she said that he was going to use that ring to propose to another person that he met in the pod. This is what she said. So she was keeping the ring. And I was analyzing that. And I was like, because I really felt this low energy coming from her. I saw that a lot. I would call it catabolic for sure. Um, And anyways, I, I thought to myself, it's like, here you are. Supposedly, you're happily in a relationship. But then you like. Like, let's say he did. He says he didn't want to propose to this girl. But let's say he did, y'all. Like, he wanted to. If she didn't want to be with him, wouldn't you just want him to just be happy then? Because you're going to be happy, right? Wouldn't you want that? But instead, it was more of like, no, I want to curse him. Going back to that verse, right? I'm keeping this because I think he, he wants to go find love with it and use it. And I'm keeping it. And that was like, whoa, you know, it hit me. And I realized that a lot of people show up that way. 
It's like, no, I don't, I don't want you to be happy because maybe you made me mad. You did something. But then you know what? She holds on to that, ne- that negative kind of energy. She walks around with that. That doesn't serve her. And a lot of us aren't aware of that. But I just want to watch that in my own heart around like, what am I holding on to? That negativity towards other people? Like, I don't need that in my life because it weighs me down. It makes me feel like crap. I want to wish the best for everybody. I truly do. That can be really hard, though, with some people that have wronged us. And I can tell you, I'm still I'm still working on stuff from past things that I've been hurt by. And it's definitely a work in progress, but I have to keep checking myself. And I'm like, okay, coming from this place of forgiveness, if I was forgiving you, what does that look like? How do I treat you? How do I show up? Like I'm over here saying there's still work to be done. I want to be real. Um, Another thing that I was reading um, in the Bible was talking about forgiveness. And it was basically saying like, you won't be forgiven unless you forgive others. And I'm like, ooh. And even I read some other stuff and I can't remember where like exactly in the Bible, but it was about, and I'm not a theologian over here. Um, And I'm probably paraphrasing things. I am paraphrasing things. Um, But another one was about how like, you know, like, like all these blessings, like in a sense, can't, will be kept from you. Like, and I, I think about this when it goes back to our energy stuff. It's like, if we aren't showing up from that higher place of love and kindness, like how can we expect like loving kindness things to come to us in our lives, right? When we're still coming from this lower place, it's like, we're not even on the right channels to get the things that we desire. So I know that's deeper stuff, but I just, okay, let, let me go to my last story. And then, because this is a mini episode. Okay, my last story is about um, my childhood. And the other day, I was talking to one of my clients about this. She knows who she is. Um, Hala. Uh, Anyways, we were talking about, I don't know how we got into family stuff. But basically, I brought up my childhood. And um, for those that don't know, so like, as you know, my mom and dad were divorced at I think I was 10 years old when they got divorced and I had my, my sisters went to go live with my dad and I went to go live with my mom. Well, my mom was gone a lot. So she left me alone a lot of the times. So I grew up, I guess you could say, as extremely neglected in a lot of ways. She was always gone. I didn't know where she was. I couldn't get a hold of her. Back then we had the paid phones. Do you remember that? When the cell phones, you could get minutes on your cell phones. So that when it was just the start of when people were even having cell phones. So I had the minutes on there. And I remember being so afraid, like when they would almost run out that I couldn't get a hold of anyone because I was always by myself. And it was I was also taking care of my younger sister. She's 10 years younger than me. So at times she was a baby or a toddler. And I was a kid trying to care for a baby or a toddler. So this is like hard stuff, you know, and, and I don't talk about this stuff a lot because it does bring up a lot for me. Truly, it does. And it's still stuff I'm working towards. And this is actually why when we have Jen come on the show, um, this is why like her talk really spoke to me because it opened up some things from the past um, around my childhood and things like that. So anyways, um, so she was gone a lot and it was hard because I didn't I couldn't reach out to anyone for help. There was times where I didn't have food. I didn't have the my the things that I needed for my my baby sister. So, who that gets me emotional to say that. Um. So. So people ask me a lot when they hear this story, "What is my relationship like with my mom now?" People ask me that, 
And I can tell you, like, I love my mom. There's so many amazing things about her. Like, as far as her energy is, like, she's just, she's, I feel like that's where I get my energy from in a lot of ways, like that higher energy and like that funness. Like, she has that for sure. And she has her own pain and things that have happened over the years. She was a refugee during the Vietnam War, came here at a very young age, experienced a lot of trauma from living in a refugee camp for three years and just leaving everything that her family had to come to the U.S. and with nothing. Like my my family started with nothing. So and after coming from a family that was was doing well in their country, you know, and then leave everything behind, come here, know nothing, don't know the language like that's hard. That's a huge transition. So there's a lot of reasons like makes sense to me. Like it makes sense why she would show up the way she did. Uh, but she's just like left, you know, a lot. And when she was there, she was present. But when she was out of sight, she was out of I was out of her mind. You know, that's just how it was. And so my relationship with her now is I love her. I don't talk to her all, all the time. We're not on bad terms by no means. I can call her and she'll tell me how much she loves and misses me. But we don't talk on a regular basis because she's just never been that kind of person that like talks, you know, but I, I do try and I really do put in that effort. I feel like I could put the effort in a lot more now that I actually say that. Um, but anyways, people sometimes are like, how can you be so loving towards her? Like when if you hear more stories and there's more stories and I'm not going to go into them on this episode, but there's a lot more things that are even worse than probably what some of y'all might be thinking that have happened. And I still show up and show her love and kindness because of who I am. And I really feel and believe that like, like this is where my faith comes in. Like God was with me all along, you know, through all that stuff. And that story makes me who I am today. And I share this with you because I know that you might have a story that happened in your life that freaking sucks, you know? Oh my gosh, (laughs) am I crying on my podcast episode? That sucks that you went through. And I want to tell you that that is being used for good. It's being used for good for you, right? And it's it's being used that it's going to help other people in the future. Like I 100% believe that. And sometimes you do need to talk about that, like with your trusted people and get it out there and say it. And I share this on a podcast that goes international, like you're really hearing my heart and who I am, because I feel like a lot of my listeners over the years, um, I've really, really connected with. And you guys, some of you guys have been my personal clients and you you know me and I don't ever want to show up as like someone like even I think about this as like when other people are listening to the show, or, like future people I work with. Um, in partnerships or consulting projects or whatever it is. It's like, you're hearing the real me, but at least you know what you're getting. You know my heart. And maybe some people would be like, this girl ain't working with me. You know, I don't know. But this is who I really am. And that is my story. And I share that with you because I know it can be so hard to show up with kindness and grace towards other people. It's easy to cut people off completely and say they're an awful person. And and sometimes you do need to like not have people in your life because they they really bring you down. You do need those boundaries. They're not good to be around your family and stuff. Of course, I get that. But what I can say is you can do that. You can very consciously choose not to have someone in your life and not to give them your time and energy because it's destructive. Them in your life is very destructive. You can make that choice. But what I don't want you to do is hold on to the hate towards them, to the bitterness and all that, because that's not serving you, you know? So I'm all about the boundaries where you need to place them for sure. 
but the other f- stuff that's there, that feels like a weight and it just pulls you freaking down, you know? And that, like, we all have that in our life. I describe it as like the hot air balloon and we have the sandbags that are weighing us down. And I can tell you right now, like, if you work with people and you find them to be extremely negative and you're around them, I see this all the time when I'm working in organizations and stuff where other people just coming in with that low energy all the time brings everybody else down. There's a reason why they have that kind of energy. There's deeper stuff that has probably happened to them um, that have tainted the way they see the world, right? And I think when we come from a higher energy of compassion and we really start to like some of those people that are really like uh, that, that two energy is what I'll call it. And I'll go deeper into the energy levels with you guys later some more. But we've already talked about them on the show in different episodes, I think 82 or 83, something like that. We dive into it. Episode four, one of the very beginning ones, we dive into it if you want to go back to any of that. But the thing is that catabolic energy that shows up. Um. It like a lot of those people, like they have like this really hard outer shell, it seems, you know, or you might feel like you're walking around eggshells around them. But a lot of those people, if somebody actually sat down with them and talked to them, I mean, they could probably be opened up and just be sobbing because there's so much pain and things they're holding on to that have caused them to show up that way. You know, and a lot of them are just not aware. And this is where I always say like everything that people do, it makes perfect sense given their mindset given their past experiences and what has happened to them, makes perfect sense why they show up that way. I'm not saying it's a good thing. I'm not saying it's okay, but I'm saying it makes sense, right? And then when they're coming, becoming more aware, we can shift. And that's how this, these shifts happen in the workplace, you know, is where people are becoming more vulnerable, but they're coming more aware. And then they can see like, you're right, like I've been showing up this way and I don't want to be like that. I don't want to be hurting, holding on to this hurt and this pain. I don't want to be showing up all tense and stressed. Like, this is who I want to be. I want to show up from a place of kindness and grace, of opportunity, of trying to see the best in everyone, believing we're all connected. You know, that kind of mindset. Okay. Whew. This episode, though. Okay. So I'm just going to keep it as it is. I'm not even going to edit it. Y'all, if this spoke to you, um, message me and let me know because I feel very vulnerable of what I just shared, but I think I need it too. And I hope it helps someone in some way. All right, y'all. I hope you have an amazing day and I will talk to you soon. Please leave a review if you haven't done so yet. Thank you so much for those that have been leaving reviews. I've seen them on Spotify, hitting the stars on Apple Podcasts, writing their reviews. Thank you so much. All right. Talk to you soon. Bye.